Hi guys, welcome back to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here today for an interview with New York Times bestselling author, Christy Whitman. She has written the book, Quantum Success and the Art of Having It All. And she is a, a huge inspiration. Love her books. So I am, as most of you guys may know, in Uxbridge right now, Ontario with my fiance. And obviously we aren't leaving the house because of the COVID-19 situation. So the Wi-Fi is sketchy at best and the audio is pretty bad in this interview and I'm really sad about it. But um, what I'm going to do is attach with this interview a transcript. So if you get too annoyed trying to decipher um, the words cutting out, feel free to just read the transcript. I wanted to put it up anyway because there is some good nuggets in there and it the sound kind of goes in and out. So definitely not my best, um, highest quality episode, but we did what we could. And, um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much. Um, so basically I would love if you could tell my audience a little bit about you and your history. I just, um, when your publicist reached out, I downloaded all your books and <laughs> recommended them to all my clients and I'm almost on quantum success and I love it, but just a little bit about your story. And I have a few questions lined up too. Awesome. So yeah, I, I was in my, you know, uh, mid twenties and just felt like, Oh my God, is this all there is? Because I accomplished everything that I was told that would make me. And, you know, I had a great career and had money in the bank and healthy body and was living in a great city of Chicago with my, in a down in a brownstone with my best friend. Um, it just felt like you know, there are moments of course that I was enjoying, but at the quiet times in my own space, I was I'm not happy. I'm not. And so that led me, that kind of hunger led me on a spiritual quest. And I found myself in California and um, I was the only person I had met at the time was a hair and she was cutting my hair and she had this just like effervescent joy about her. And I, I just, I couldn't explain it, but um, I, I, in the way that I am, I'm like, okay, what do you do? And she just laughing because she knew exactly what I meant. So she introduced me to her meditation teacher because she said it was a spiritual meditative practice. Yeah. So I met with, I met with me and the, one of the first things she said to me, now this is about 24 years ago, so this is not commonplace. It wasn't when internet was going on, all this stuff. Um, Melanie said, you know, you create your own reality. Mm. And when she said that, I was like, why do I know that to be true? Mm -hmm. And then I just said, well, how? You know? And she well, by your thoughts, you're either acting things to you or, or repelling things from you by the thoughts that you think. And that was the first time in my life that I thought, what do you mean? Like my thoughts are my thoughts. I can't change my thoughts. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they just sort of what they are. And so it's the truth. And she started explaining to me how the thoughts are not real and that we can change our thoughts and that you know, we can choose to have thoughts that we, all those thoughts are going to lead to what we attract started paying attention to my thoughts and didn't realize how truly negative I was. And, and now what I understand to be is in lack, you know, all the thoughts and perspectives that I had were not enough. I was enough and have enough. I wasn't going to be enough. Um, and so that always led me to feel that I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting really into learning more about deeper into universal. And so about five years into it, um, I had a book 
that I saw in a meditation and at 104 in the morning, I was woken up by um, this voice that was just talking to me and I had to get up and write down what I was hearing. And as I started to write down, my hand came on and I started just downloading this information. And that was my first book that came through me. And when it got published and all my friends and family bought it and we're not the target audience for it, um, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, nah, you're not, the, it doesn't resonate. Um, they, I then speaking in like spiritual bookstores and churches and people started asking me, well, do you coach? Again, this is 19 years ago. Like I had no frame of reference for coaching, what coaching was. I thought like a cheerleading coach or a football coach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like I always say, I was, I've been for coaching was cool. So <laughs> people, people would call me on the phone and, and I would have things that I love the feeling. I love the experience they were getting. I love the results that they would report back to me. So then I continued, I was a pharmaceutical rep at the time and I continued um, being a pharmaceutical rep until able to go full-time into my coaching business about 13, 14 years ago. Wow. And then, and I was reading through your website and then you created the law of attraction or the quantum success coaching Academy. And can you tell me a little bit about that? And, and I mean, I have a million questions, but we'll start with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the really cool things. Um, so I was coaching on law of attraction and, and I had been coaching law of attraction well before the secret came out. And I was more educating people on these universal laws. And when the secret came out, obviously, which is all about law of action, more mm -hmm. people started understanding. So I didn't have to teach them as much. I mean, there's still a more depth to go into and start to, and I was teaching about the other universal laws because I believe there are seven essential universal laws. And, um, but people wanted to obviously, you know, get into law of attraction coaching. And so in one particular week, it was crazy. I had been thinking, or I had the download of, of creating a law of attraction certification program. This is like in 2008. And, um, I had one client I was coaching. She said, I want you to certify. Me. And I'm like, well, I don't do that. You know, I can send you to where I got certified. She's like, no, I want you to teach me exactly what you do because it's different than anybody else that I've ever coached with. And so I was like, well, if I decide to do that, I'll let you know, but I don't do that. And then that, that, um, that week I was doing a workshop. It was an in-person workshop. I was living in Montreal at the time. And so it was two nights of this workshop and I had one woman come to me the first night. So this, the, the client was on a Monday, this, this next, the workshop was on a Tuesday client comes up to me and says, I know what I want to do now. And I want you to help me do it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, I want to be a coach like you. And I want you to teach me. I want you to certify me. And I'm like, well, I don't do that, but you know. <laughs> I can send you where I went, right? So the very next night, the second of the workshop, I have a guy come up to me at the beginning of the workshop and he's like, um, I want you to certify me to do what you do. And I'm like, I, okay, I'm starting to get this surround sound effect. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember it was on a, on a Thursday that I thought, okay, if I was going to teach someone to do what I do, with the background and knowledge that I have in coaching and in energy work and in universal laws, what would I teach them? And I literally put pen to paper and this just curriculum just downloaded. I was writing and writing and writing for a couple of hours. And after like my arm just stopped, I had this amazing curriculum for a 12 month program of certification of how it would be done. 
And it was great because the next day on a Friday, um, I had a client that comes to me and she's like, oh my God, I, I just had this major awakening. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I want to be a coach just like you and I want you to certify me. And I went, well, Evelyn, here's the thing. I'm actually creating a certification program. She goes, I will be the first to sign up. And she, so um, it's crazy how that was just such a surround sound effect. And um, I've certified over 3,000 coaches uh, worldwide um, since 2008. Um, we've actually just turned the certification into an evergreen. So you can go to um, quantum success uh, coaching academy.com and it's needed. So quantum dash coaching dash academy dash, you know. Um, coachingacademy.com. So it's QSEA, Quantum Success Coaching Academy. And um, we just turned it into an evergreen so that people can, because it used to be live classes, people can go there and it's half the investment of what um, it used to be and like so much less than other certification programs that are out there. Yeah. And um, it's, it's based on the live training and we still have the support and the mentorship and they get office hours uh, with me twice a month. So there's still live trainings and teachings and uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. So, yeah, that's amazing. I love how you were continuously following the guidance, which is something that I teach a lot about noticing the nudges and things that are coming to you and those sort of downloads. So I love that that's led you to such a, an amazing, successful career just through following those nudges that are coming. You know, that it, it's funny you say that. Thank you. And it's funny you say that because that's really what I do. And people say, oh, wow, you know, how are you so successful in this industry? And it's like, I keep saying yes. When, when I'm asked to do something, my, you know, I, I would always say my mom laughs at me because I was not an obedient child, but I'm an obedient, you know, to that light. I'm obedient to the light. And, and now I channel uh, a group of beings called the council. And mm -hmm. And so um, when they tell me to do something, I'm obedient and it's a yes for me and because I'm here to serve the light. And so when I'm getting those nudges, you know, and that was even a lot for me to get all those nudges. And I was like, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. And finally I was like, okay, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. um, now, now I just learned that if it comes in, it's like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Because it, it always leads to something good. Mm -hmm. So right now you're currently focusing on your, your vices program. Um, I do a vice program. Everything I'm doing right now is with the council. So it's like Christy and the council, um, okay. because I'm, cause it's so powerful. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm channeling beings of light that have such spiritual truths when they speak with people and they not only speak about information and teach, but they also help people shift their energy and heal the imprints that, um, have been imprinted for years and years and years which when those imprints of energy, then they're flowing more connected and they create different things in their lives. So it's uh, it's really fun and remarkable. But yes, one of the things that I do with them is I help people get off of vices because vices, we use those as a way to feel better. Mm -hmm. And what people realize is that is if it's drinking coffee all day or soda or eating sugar or you know drinking alcohol or shopping, or smoking or whatever it is, devices pull us away from our divine self. And what's happening is one feels whether it's shame or guilt, or they just don't feel good in themselves, or they feel they're lacking in the moment, like they're I'm tired, so I need something else. So we go outside of ourselves to fulfill or try to get some level of fulfillment or escape or whatever it is. 
and um, once it's consumed, once we ate it, drink it, spend it, whatever, we're still back to where we were. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's that urge of trying to reach outside of us that is really where we need to go in and up and really be fulfilled by the only thing that we can be, and that's our divine self. I'm literally drinking an energy drink right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely speaking to me. Um, and it's so interesting. And I was reading through your website to prepare for the interview and just talking about the whole like utilizing energy and manifesting energy. I really wanted to dive into that with you. One thing I wanted to ask before is um, I struggled with a lifelong binge eating disorder, which led to obviously a lot of guilt and shame, which I've totally recovered from. But a lot of my listeners struggle with binge eating. And I was wondering if you had any tips in regards to what you do for that. Yeah. So it's it, it, binge eating is exactly the same thing we're talking about. There's some place within ourselves that whatever triggers us, whatever happens in the moment where we feel that we need to escape so something either feel like we're you know empty, we're separated, we're lonely, whatever it is, and then we reach for the food to to fulfill us. It's like we look for the food to be loved instead of really going and connecting with the deeper part of us that is wanting to feel fulfilled. And um, so that feeling of I'm not enough or I'm not good enough or I'm lonely or whatever the, whatever the button that's being pushed that leads to the behavior, that button being pushed is the wound. Mm-hmm. And in, unless we address the wound, the behavior will always continue to be the same. And some people might get over bit, the binge eating, but then they might shift it to a different vice, mm-hmm. not, not <laughs> solving. I'm sorry. I said like energy drinks? Like an energy drink. <laughs> yes, like an energy drink. <laughs> um, and, and here's the thing, you know, like if you drink coffee or you eat a sweet or, you know, you uh, have a big meal or, you know, if you drink an energy drink, if you're doing it from a place of I feel good or if I'm having wine with a friend or, you know, and yeah. you're coming from a place of like you're feeling good and, and you're just enjoying that, that's one thing. But if you're coming from a place of, I'm so tired and I need something to make me feel better or I don't feel good or I, I'm, I'm frustrated or I'm hurt or I'm lonely or, you know, I'm just whatever it is. I don't feel good in my now. Mm-hmm. I need something that's going to make me feel better. That's where you get even more connected to your divine self mm-hmm. because the thing that can really create a sense of fulfillment is energy. Yeah. And so we're, if we're looking for to feel free or joy or connected, it's the energy, the divine, whatever you want to call it, energy or the divine, that is going to allow us to feel flow, to feel that sense of fulfillment. And, and it's important to let go of the triggers that are causing us to feel good and then reach outside of ourselves to other behaviors or things. Because it, once the, you're done binge eating or once you're done drinking the energy drink or when, whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's going to be a point where it's like, I need something else again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I really resonate with what you said about like, it's, it's the energy at, what, at which it's coming from because of someone that did struggle with binge eating. Like now I can enjoy ice cream and it can be out of joy and like love and just happiness, but it's, it's such a different energy than when I was binge eating. Um, so just like a practical tip, would you say to kind of go inward and meditate or journal? Is there like just a practice that you could recommend? 
Yeah. So, I mean, that, those are all really great. So, you know, when you find yourself about to reach for something, you stop and say to yourself, what is having me reach for this? Start journaling about that is a really great way. Or even just being with yourself and a different type of meditation is really working with energy into belly, going into the pain, feeling the discomfort, feeling the hurt, the resentment, whatever it is, doesn't even have to label it, but feeling that negative emotion and then being able to just be one with it, it'll actually start to dissipate. And then you can choose, you can ask your energy because you're the energy master of your body. And, and when you ask, it's always given. You can just ask, I'd like to feel a ray of joy. I'd like to feel you know, filled up with, with the energy of freedom or peace or whatever it is, whatever you're longing for, feel yourself with it. And when you feel that energy filling you and replacing the negative energy, then the behavior, the thing that you're looking for goes away. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, I've never thought like I've utilized law of attraction so much in my life and um, weight loss and things like that. Um, and I've never really thought about just asking to feel an emotion before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, what do you, what would you say is your, like the biggest, most impactful universal law that you focus on? Well, I have seven essential laws that I talk about, but the one that I feel that ties them all together and that is really the one to apply is the law of sufficiency and abundance. Oh, because, okay. yeah, so the law, I mean, law of attraction is just giving us what we're vibrating out. And if we understand that we, we are, as a human being, we are two things. We are energy receivers and we're energy transmitters. So right now, for example, we're receiving energy. We have receptor cells, you know, we have receptor sites on all cells. We are receiving impulse energy from our outer environment in the influence of or being in the influence of divine energy, higher vibration. And we get to choose from our own where we are experiencing that. A lot of times people, when they don't even know about it, when they're children, they're being imprinted you don't doing this enough, not enough. You're not enough. Um, there's go around, you know, and, and a lot of people are panicking right now. There's no toilet paper. I mean, you know, just yeah. all that lack, lack, lack. And so there's this, this whole realm of our physical realm where there's so much back limitations, this victim consciousness, and that energy can be received into us if we're not aware that there's a higher energy and a higher order that we can into. Like you just said, hey, I choose to enjoy, I can choose the energy that I want to feel. Yeah, because that's deliberately doing it. We're being inundated by energy all the time. Energy comes in, energy comes out, it has to, energy is always moving. So when we are to and deliberately using the energy that we bring in, starting off in the morning, allowing you to just soak in energy. And if it's just, you know, 90 seconds in the morning, you don't have to meditate all long, just feeling that flow of energy and then continually out through the rest of the day, feeling that flow of energy. Now you're under the influence of a higher energy and you're not in that space of lack. Mm. But on when you think about law of attraction, the sufficiency abundance, on one end of the spectrum, there's lack. On the other end of the spectrum is abundance. And there's a tipping point, point where it leads either into lack or into words. And that point is satisfaction. 
So if someone is in a place of feeling satisfaction or better, they're in abundance. If they're not satisfied or below, they're in lack. And you can never what you want from a place of lack because it defies universal law, really different vibrations. So the satisfaction point is looking for the positive effects of any given situation, of yourself, of you know, the situation we're in right now with the coronavirus. You know, like what's the what are the positive aspects of being home? Um, what are the positive aspects of being around family or you know, those kind of things? What can we be appreciative for here right now? Because that level of satisfaction is going to expand more abundance and less of lack. Lack always feels bad and leads to all of those vices. Always feels good and it brings in the flow of our divine. Yeah, I I love that. So really just focusing on the feelings and noticing like, am I coming from a place of abundance or lack? And what is the feeling behind it? Exactly. Yeah, because again, if you could just, it doesn't even matter like you identify what the emotions are. If I'm feeling good, I'm in the flow. If I'm feeling bad, I'm out of the flow. If I feel it, bad, I'm lack. Mm-hmm. And so there's a perspective, a, a emotion that's, that's focused on lack, which is not the truth of who I am. So what can I think to make me get back at least into the place of feeling satisfied? What thoughts can I think about, you know, what I'm grateful good and right about my life right now instead of bad and wrong. Uh, yep. what, how could I feel? You know, what emotion could I bring in? What energy can I bring in so that I'm feeling more satisfied and less, you know, less frustrated mm-hmm. or angry or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love that. And it reminds me a lot of like Abraham Hicks, like what is the next best feeling thought we can choose? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I would love to hear your take on manifesting money just because I'm like, I'm also a law of attraction coach. I didn't even know there was a certification for it. So I'm very excited about this. I'm going to look at it. <laughs> um, and just on manifesting money during this time when people are panicked about their jobs and like, I'm just every other client that I have seems to be being laid off and I'm, 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 I'm trying to get them to stay in that positive mindset, but I would love some, if you have any advice there. Well, money is one of those things that is very, very influenced by the that we give out. Because when you think about money, it doesn't have an opinion. It doesn't have its own programming. It doesn't, um, you know, doesn't have a, a space of, oh, I like him and I don't like him. Um, money is just neutral. It's green energy. And so when you are in a circumstance or situation that is looks dooming and glooming, um, you know, like, oh, I've been laid off. I don't have enough money. And you're continuing to focus on the circumstances that are very real. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to vibrate in the place of lack and fear and all the things that we talked about, of attraction is going to continue to bring you more of the same. So yeah. that's where the law of deliberate creation comes in, where we have to deliberately choose what we want to feel. So I always say, ask yourself these questions. And if you have to ask yourself these three questions and do this all day, every, just to keep your vibration place of what you want to do. Great. So what do I want? I want to have enough money. What's enough money. I want to be able to have a job where I make more than enough money so that I can save money so I can pay all my bills. Right. What do I want? Why do I want it? Mm. Well, I want to be able to save and invest money for the future. I want to be able to know the future is good. I want to be able to take that trip. I want to, you know, that feeling of freedom, being able to just pay the, whatever it is. What do I want? Why do I want? And then how do I want to feel? 
ultimately the reason we have money or even having the discussion of money is because having money um, will give us a sense of, of something like we were talking before that I don't yet have. Yeah. So most people want something and the reason they want something is they believe that if I have it, then I'm going to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do as creators is feel that certain now, and then you become more magnetic to it. Mm-hmm. So for example, in the instance of money, if, if you're feeling like money, if I have money I want, it's going to give me a sense of freedom. It's a freedom now, even when you don't have a job or even when you're fearful about what's going on let freedom or security or whatever it is for you, let that, es- that essence, that emotion be your dominant vibration, tuning into that all day, every day, mm-hmm. doing whatever. If you have to ask yourself those questions, you know, several times a day, what do I want? Why do I want it? How do I want to feel? Put yourself in that feeling place because then that's when your circumstances and situations and all that does change. Money will either be repelled or attracted to us based on the energy we give out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, and I agree so much. I tell my clients to go, <laughs> it's, I call it delusional manifesting where I'm just like, ignore all reality and go within and focus on as if it was already done. And how can you just live from that space as much as possible? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then can you tell me more about the energy work that you're doing? Because you kind of started with the law of attraction, um, coaching and that sort of thing and, and diving more into the energy world. And that's all really new to me. So I'd just love to hear a little bit about it. Yeah. So I, I do a course um, called Energy Mastery with the council and they both check. Like I teach to the men and they answer questions, you know, cause I channel them. And so really about, I mean, their big work here now is not to just give information to teach people, be able to feel within themselves and identify within themselves, whether they're having physical, mental, or emotional pain to be able to identify where that stuck is, where that imprint is, and then to command yourself, at least those imprints. And when you do, you know, you can then relieve and bring in the higher flow. They're amazing because of their infinite intelligence. So like they'll be with a person and what they could say to them, okay, three and a half, something happened. Boom. It, we see this imprint and then look to find out that's when the person got sexually abused or their parents got a divorce or, you know, something traumatic happened to them. And it was like when that imprint happened, it could happen when they're six or eight, you know, whenever it was. But it's like, that's when that energy got imprinted and the you know conscious mind doesn't even know about it and doesn't know what that imprint did or the fact that the person closed down around the energy instead of opening up and, and processing the energy. And so it's just a very simple process of opening up, letting the energy that's been stuck there flow out. So now the person can be back in alignment, not be kind of like a, um, like a Swiss cheese, if you will, of, of holes of places of flow. Mm. So do you need, what do you need in order to like release the imprint? Do you need to be aware of the like past scenarios or like, do you need the help of the council? How does that work? Yeah. So the council guides people to do that. Like we have different healing events and stuff like that where um, they'll, they'll work with people and say, okay, you've got a block here. You've got a block there. You know, there's a block, you've got your heart closed here. And so then the person would just allow their heart to open 
up and then bring in the light. And so the divine, the, the council is like transmitting energy and light so that that person can have that. It's almost like um, having the image of a power washer washing off the debris off of a um, driveway, mm. right? It's kind of yeah. like that light, that new level of flow comes in, it's being transmitted from the council and then it's like that power washer washing away that debris so that the person can then, you know, be in the flow. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Uh, <laughs> wow, I love that. And then, I mean, lastly, I would just love to hear um, what's next for you. Well, I'm just being guided to, you know, I have a new book coming out next year called The Desire Factor, but everything I'm doing now with Christy and the council, I mean, I've, like I said, I've been a coach for 19 years and I've accomplished a lot and um, had a lot of my own knowledge and information on universal laws, but now it's like I have available to people um, the council and it's, it's kind of like, you know, you mentioned Abraham Hicks. It's like Abraham, but that takes it a step further and does healing work. Whereas I've been a follower for Abraham, Abraham's been one of my teachers for for years. Um, great information, great processes to do, you know, that sort of thing. But they don't share with someone like where their imprints are and help them heal it. Um, yeah. And and that's where this next level of work with the council is going. But it's mm -hmm. really it's very exciting. Yeah. Does it need to be in person, or can you do them like over Zoom calls, that sort of thing? No, I, mean, I do. I mean, I've done some things in person and I do like a goddess weekend with them. That's in person, but everything right now is virtual. And so you, we do it over Zoom. Um, a lot of times we do it as either one-on-one -on -one or a group, whether okay. we're like, doing the quantum energy mastery as a group coaching, um, or we do a healing event we have coming up um, March 28th. Not sure when your show's coming out, but um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, different events where people come together and, and it's great because like, as Ansel says, when they work on one, they work on all. So uh -huh. even if like, even if there's 30 people there or a hundred people there and five people go each, it's like the perfect configuration of people and every single person gets their stuff healed. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're all collective consciousness anyway. Yes. We're all yeah. really one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Um, so where can we find you um, if people want to learn more and buy your books, that sort of thing? Well, so I created a program called watchyourwords.com. So everybody could go to watchyourwords.com and it's a free program. It's 30 days, it's 30 videos and you get a video every day. And what it is, is a word of the day that's and limitation that most of us say we don't realize what we're saying and the implication it has on our creative process but what 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 the word is why we need to change it and what it's doing to us and in the ability to manifest and then what we want to say instead so Ooh. it's a 30-day program that's free to all of your listeners you can watch your words.com um, or you could go to christywhitman.com. It's where I have all the information on my quantum energy mastery and sessions with the council and things like that. And any bookstore, Amazon has all my books. If you just look up Christy Whitman books, you'll see the whole list of books that come up there. Perfect. Thank you so Thank much you. for taking the time today. And I'll, I'll have the podcast out probably today. So, <laughs> um, Well, thank you. I really appreciate you. Me. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye everyone.